Greetings and welcome to the Uncensored Humanity Podcast. If you're new to the show, this is a long-form podcast where I sit down with guests and we just have a conversation. Now, these conversations are not scripted. They are raw and real. There's no editing. So wherever they go, they go. So hopefully you guys will enjoy the conversations as much as I know that I will. Today's episode is brought to you by nobody. Because let's be honest, nobody likes to hear ads. We all just put up with it because we think we have to. Well, you know what? I decided let's not do that for the time being and see how we get along. So let's get into what we all came here for, the actual episode. All right, folks, we have another episode of American Honesty coming at you. And as always for these segments, I have two co-hosts, Mr. Jake Bible and Mr. Andrew Hoffman. Now, unfortunately, Andrew was not able to join us as he's on vacation with his family. So we had a Todd Ginger come in and step in and fill in those shoes because, well, let's be honest, with more people on the show, there's more opinions, there's more conversation. It's just a better time. At least I have more fun. Hopefully you guys enjoy those a little bit more. And obviously there's times for one-on-ones. We'll do some more of those later. Anyway, I'm blabbering. So Jake recently went to a leadership conference that was kind of a national level. Now he's involved with an organization that's in his county. And they get together and they discuss certain topics and they just put things out there and talk about how they can better their communities and things that are going on and how people are feeling and and they just they try to do good things it's it's a great organization it definitely sounds awesome but he recently got a chance to go to a like a national event and i think that because of what's going on now they weren't actually able to meet in person so they were doing like a video conference kind of thing but nonetheless um he he was able to go and talk about certain things of how people are feeling about the economy and politics right now and the pandemic and the defund the police movements and all of that stuff so it was it was a great uh, time for him to go and talk to different people and i definitely wanted to have him on and talk about that as we we got together locally and we talked to certain people about how they were feeling and what was going on and, and we got we got to know kind of what other people were thinking and it was those are great conversations that he was going to take to the, to the national convention and talk about what was going on with all of that. So we wanted to talk about all that kind of good stuff and we definitely had a blast. So without any further ado, please sit back, strap in and enjoy our conversation. Greetings and welcome to another episode of the Uncensored Humanity Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Hess, and today we have another segment of American Honesty. And as always for these segments, we have two co-hosts, and unfortunately, our normal co-host, Mr. Andrew Hoffman, couldn't make it. So we have Todd Ginger filling in. Todd, how you doing, sir? I'm doing great. Oh, wait, let me take my mask off. <laughs> yeah, I'm better now. <laughs> you can hear you a lot better, too. Yeah, so thank, thank, you, thank you, you for taking your mask off. And we also have Mr. Jake Bible. Jake, how we doing? I'm wonderful. Todd. Jake is wonderful. He also has a shirt on that says non-essential. Mm-hmm. So apparently you're very you're not very essential right now. Well, I wasn't before, but I realized that I have a job where I cannot work for two or three months and the world still circulates and continues going I think on, so. that all of us could probably have one of those jobs. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure that most of what we do is pretty meaningless. At least I feel that way normally. Yeah. Perhaps well, it's not the case, but I know how many how many jobs people have that if it's not going on on a daily basis or once a week or whatever, like the trash pickup and all these other things, we live in a more disgusting, gross, unhumane world that we do. But my job's not one of them because they're going to continue making car parts and stuff like that if we're not producing parts for them. So I'm definitely not essential, which is fine <laughs> with me because that's a whole argument that that's a whole nother day right there. But I 
don't want to take up the entire podcast today talking to bitches. It's about it's that, not like so. we haven't done that for like right. the last six episodes of American yeah, you're Honesty. Right, you're right. You're right. You're right. Well, I mean, <laughs> that's our lives now. So I mean, it's well. I mean, I, I've, it's funny because we talk about this a lot. It's like it's hard not to talk about because like, normally in the yeah. podcast we want to talk about certain things. We kind of have topics. Yeah. Maybe it's like especially like American Honesty. These yeah. segments like we we talk a lot about politics and mm-hmm. and uh, big things that are going on. And it's just. Things to bring up. Or try to get of, people on to get their opinion on yeah. it. Where it's like somebody, they don't all think the same way we do. Or it's not someone thinks everybody out there that's listening. Or yeah, whatever. which are always a lot of fun. But We're it seems different. like yeah. everything recently we've done always comes back to the pandemic Every one way or another. Time. But yep. like realistically, like how can it not? You can't get away from it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's such everywhere. a big part of our lives. Yeah, it's everywhere. Which, yep. which that ties into what I would like to talk about today or whatever else or like the things where the leadership stuff we're doing, we're doing this new thing called listen where we sit down and we talk to people. Now, now, now quickly before, before we get too much into that, let's go into a backstory and kind of how all this got started. Cause that's going to be hopefully the main topic for today. And we won't just bitch about having to wear masks and everything else that's going on. You're good. I'm sure it'll come up because I'm, I'm no, I'm pretty excited about all that stuff. Um, but so, how did you get involved in with Medina Leadership, right? Yeah, it's called Medina Leadership. Um, I got sent to a leadership training in, at Alvernia University through my work, and this is in Pennsylvania. Just, I don't know, a couple of years there. Was year. it like a group of you from work, or <clears throat> yeah. were you like the sole person? There from was the- eight or ten people, and I'd say eight out of the ten people were group leaders right after that, or not too long, guys that have worked there for a few years or 10 years, like one of them. Were, were they like in management positions, <laughs> or was it just, we they want just, to send certain people? They had been through work. They have been at that position for a long period of time where it's like, you know what, next step is we're going to send you to leadership. We're going to make sure you've got this at least background, and then you become the group leader or whatever it is. So it's like, that's good. So at least they have that more advancement of leadership training or whatever. I liked it. They saw something in me, whatever it was, again, to send me to Switzerland for three months, all these things, the leadership and training. And the Switzerland was for training on machines, On right? the new machine. Because, got, like, yeah. they, they – your parent company is over there. Yeah. So you went there to learn the new machines. So you yep. could come back and then teach your people how to use them, yeah. correct? Yeah. And that was supposed to be essentially to help me and this other guy that went. He went before I did. I went at, But anyway, that was for the machine training. And then they sent me to leadership. That got me all excited, though. Like, I've never been through the leadership stuff. We took Myers-Briggs test and, like, personality and character test and found out more about, like, being an introvert which, and Which an one's the Myers-Briggs? Is that, like, the INSJC912B? You like find out your... It's a personality thing. It's a personality. It has, like, four letters yeah, to it, right? Yep. I can never yeah. remember those. I found out I'm, like, ED, whatever, whatever. I don't know what the thing is, but extrovert's the first one. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, I've i been through a lot of that kind of stuff, but I think I like the... Uh, the personality, the positive personality profiles by Dr. Robert Rome with the DISC. Okay, I, I like that one a little bit better just because it's so much easier to remember. Right. Whereas the Myers Briggs, I think, is a little bit more um, specific. Yeah, we'll say so. It's it's a little bit more. Um, it was supposed to be about your individual personality because yeah. the paper printed out for but also, each person. I also think it's a little bit more customized for each yeah. person, whereas like the, the DISC is a little bit more general, yeah. but it gets you pretty much what you need to know. I saved I saved the papers from that because, again, this was something I've never been through. This is through my works leadership when they sent us that I've never gone through that. So I didn't go to college. You know, I might have taken these things <clears throat> excuse me, in high school or something, but it wasn't like it stuck because – I, mean, I, things I, I remember, remember taking any school. kind of leadership shit yeah. in high school. I'm sure you didn't right. even time. Oh, no, okay, no, no. so then that's, no way. that's probably what yeah. – okay. So the fact that I found out more about me as a person, just it breaking you down as a human, whatever, and then all these things, I'm like, okay, I got excited about that. I figured if this is going to be something that could help my career, they obviously tried to do that 
whatever the hell happened at work where through circumstance of where I went to on the machine or what department I jumped to, it just didn't send me through, like I said, eight out of the 10 people or whatever, or six out of the eight people or group leaders now or were group leaders, whatever. I went out and searched for this on my own. I found leadership. I just typed leadership in Dinah County. I was looking for something like that. I found emerging leaders class coming up of 16, 2016. And I was like, okay, first meeting was go to Buffalo Wild Wings, sit down and meet all these people. I did, which was fantastic. 26 or 24 of us or something, one of the biggest classes we've ever had. But six of the people I knew from high school or from really? growing up or whatever. Yeah. So then as we're going around in this circle trying to remember something about each individual person, they're like, oh, hey, hey, we're taking, we're talking, whatever. And like, I had Jake written on my name tag. And my friend Devin's like, nope, no, nope, you're always Jacob to me. I can't call you Jake. You know, so that's, and all these people in the circle are going, how the hell do you know each other? And this whole, it's like, because I've been in the county my entire life, or we all knew each other from something beforehand. That all just opened my eyes to this whole new world of this networking thing, especially if you're a professional career or whatever, anything that, and I like the leadership stuff. I like to find out the strength finders and strength builders and all that stuff. So that's how I got involved with all that. And then now I'm alumni of it and get in the, I belong to the out and about committee where we go out around the county. This is making it a lot harder right now with pandemic stuff going on where we would go out quarterly or whatnot around the county to places not many people really see and learn it, go through the plant, whatever, explore it, and then come back and we get to talk about it or whatever or tell other people about it. So then that way more, um, I guess, programs like leadership or whatever else, they find out about these companies and whatnot. Okay. So, now, how often do you guys like meet on a, like a depends on monthly which, basis? It or? depends It depends on which <clears throat> which faction it's from. Out and about committee, we would have met. We usually do it like once a year at the beginning of the year, so that way we have all our notes written down for the entire year following to twenty twenty. Okay, but what about like the just the Medina the, leadership? The leadership now we've been doing these national discussions, and it's once or twice a month depending on when they pop up. Like okay. next Tuesday, I can't do it just because the scheduling and everything. I it's at one or yeah one o'clock till two thirty in the afternoon. We're we're not getting together. We're sitting down on Zoom talking and all that. But our big one is July twenty third. And it's called Listen, and that's for us to sit and talk about these discussions that need to be had, which okay. is, I love this stuff. Which, which so. is kind of like <clears throat> leading into like what we wanted to talk about yeah. today. Yeah. Because, I mean, obviously, it's it's not just about your, your county and even yeah. like just Northeast Ohio and kind yeah. of what's going on here. Like it's supposed to be like an overall, yeah. all over the country. Everyone's sitting down, yeah, having discussions, yeah. and yep. it's more about like what what are your thoughts on society and what's going on b between the pandemic and work and there's the a, economy and everything just in general how people are feeling right yeah there's there's a program that they have the one that's really exciting because it's new technology that we're trying to use it's kind of like you're in a library which is cool because you can be on floor one floor two or floor three whatever it is but then you can click which floor you want to be on and there's basically a table sitting down on this on the screen where you can see chairs. If they're open, you can click one and it'll pop you into it. And then, boom, it pops you up in this room with people, with the six people or whatever it is, which is pretty sweet. Because the second floor, I think it was, or the third floor was called Discussions That Matter. The first floor was like all the leadership people to keep their networking things going and meet new people through leadership throughout the country and whatnot so that they could get their connections and things like that. And I don't remember what the other floor was because I only did the two. But the one was called Discussions That Matter. So you would pop into it. There wasn't really a topic on it. It would just show so many people sitting at it. And you're like, well, that one's kind of full, but there's a seat open. Like, I'm jumping in that. Yeah. I jump into it and they're like, hey. And then everybody can see your name or whatever. And 
hey, Jacob, how are you? And it says like the name of your company or whatever you wrote on your profile there where you can talk. And it's like, what did you want to talk about? And I'm like, yeah, and you know, I'm rubbing my hands together because as you guys know, like we talked about before, the Citizens Together thing was to get people together and talk. Yeah, which, that, was, that was the whole idea. Yeah, let's bring, let's bring a bunch of different yeah. diverse people together. Let's have discussions. Yeah, like no one's allowed to get mad. No one can get upset. No yeah. name calling. Adult conversation. Yeah, but let's just have yeah. civil conversations of yep. how you're feeling, what's going on, what are your thoughts on things. Yeah. So we did that, and that just it just these things excite me because we're doing it on a national leadership basis now because it was. I think Rhode Island is the one that sponsors it or the one that starts most of it or whatnot, but it went all the way to Oregon. There were people, Ohio, whatever, whatever factions were from, you know, depending on who was in the rooms and whatnot. And it's like, you get to sit there and talk to people. And one of the greatest things about it was when the discussions that matter came up and they said, what do you want to talk about? And I said, guess what we just did not too long ago, guys. And I would, I would challenge all of you to do this. We sat down at a bar and actually spoke with a police officer. And it was the whole, just telling what we talked about with the police officer, what questions were asked from him or from us to him, where it was just things that we're finding out from the inside of an officer in the department. And that was a fascinating so, conversation. I yeah. found myself just glued to what he was saying. Yeah. I don't, but I also have such respect for police officers yeah. as like, I mean, going through college, Many do. I, I thought I wanted yeah. to like quit what I was doing and become a police officer. You know, I, I felt very drawn to that. But then I realized very quickly, it's like, well, I, I want to make like a huge difference in the community. I don't want to just be like a glorified babysitter, unfortunately, which, which is what happens a lot of times because people abuse the police officer and they call them for stuff that they probably really shouldn't be called for. Mm-hmm. I mean, realistically, I think there should be different segments of the pol- – uh, not police sector, but maybe like just the community that should be like maybe grief counselors if you're having a domestic dispute. Like, okay, let's bring a grief counselor out. Let's have them talk to you instead of a police officer because what's, what's the police officer there for? It's like – you're taking him away from, or him or her, it doesn't matter, mm-hmm. that, that officer away from doing their job and, yeah. and you know, maybe stopping violence or a robbery or doing whatever to like just because a couple's arguing. Now, great, if it gets violent, then you need to have a show of force there. Police officers can do that. I mean, grief yeah. counselor could be trained in that if they needed to, but I don't think that's really the purpose of it. But, mm-hmm. I mean, the police officers aren't really trained for that kind of stuff. I mean, it's not going to really help the situation that much because they pay, pretty, pretty much show up like, oh, everybody calm down. I'm going to take your statement. If you're not going to press charges or do whatever, if somebody got hit or did whatever, but if they're just yelling, it's like, what can you do? There's, there's nothing that happened. Like, okay, well, don't do it again or we'll come back, you know, but it's not really helping the situation. All right. Uh, before we go too much further with that, um, so so Todd, I know you were involved with a Leadership Ohio I was. years ago. Are you still involved with that same program? I really haven't been involved with it, but um, I, I still get their emails every year and um, I, I stay a little bit. Uh, just in tune, tune to kind of what on. they're doing yeah. so how, how is that different from like the leadership like medina um so leadership, medina leadership what was it it's, it's medina county leadership medina, county leadership. medina leadership whichever they call it now yeah. the name's been changed yeah times. so leadership ohio um the people that are in those in that group they come from all over the state and each month for like six or eight months um we go to a different part of the state and then we all meet there for two days and then we we focus on whatever it is, whatever part of the state is that like one one weekend we went to um, Toledo, went to the Toledo Museum of Art. We went to um, this uh, studio apartment because I don't, I don't remember why we were he wanted to see um, show us his studio and uh, the artwork that he did. And we went to Tony Paco's, which is a famous um, uh, restaurant in toledo which was made famous by um 
uh, Mash and um, what's, what was the guy on the Mash? The TV show? Yeah, the, the TV show. Um, the one guy that always dressed in, in, in a dress is yeah. trying to get um, – Angela needs to be here for this because she's in the Mash right now and she's I'm, always quizzing me on it. I'm like, I forget his name all uh, yeah, the time. Anyway. He, Sergeant whatever, yeah. He was he was from Toledo in the, in the TV show and he used to talk about – Pacos all the really? time. Really? Yeah. Okay. So anyway, so you know, just different things. Like we went to Marietta one weekend. We stayed at the this hotel in downtown Marietta that was supposedly haunted, and all these people the next day were telling these stories about how they how their experiences the night before. I'm like, damn it, I didn't get to do any of that. Yeah, I didn't see any ghosts at all. And I know, I know that specifically. We talked about yeah. in the uh, Belly Up to the Bar podcast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So if you guys want more details on that, when you go yes. back and listen to that. You know, so it was just it was interesting because you, you got to meet people. But that's what it was about, right? It was like meeting new yeah. people. It was networking. Right. It's moving around the yes. state, learning different parts of the exactly. state. Yeah. It's Corporal Klinger. That's his Klinger. name. Yeah, that's yeah, Klinger. She's always quizzing me, and I, I always was... fail the quiz. Thank I, you, Google. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was going to say <laughs> My Klinger, wife would have got it, but yeah. I, yeah. Like, we went to Columbus. We went to the State House one year, or one one month. Um, we went to Cleveland. We did this, um, the the last the last thing that we did, we went to Cleveland. We went to this um, this church that feeds homeless people. And we did a uh, a poverty simulation. So, like, we were given families, um, you know, the group, and we had to work within the system. You know, like, I, I'll never forget it because, like, it was me and this other woman in our group, and um, we were supposed to basically make ends meet. And I was not making very much money in the simulation. And, like, I had to go and pay my pay this one bill one time. And I go and I pay, and I come back the next month you know um and i go i go to pay and she goes wait i see here you didn't pay last month and i was like no i i i did pay she's like would you have a receipt and i was like oh fuck <laughs> <laughs> i can't believe i just got horse i mean i was just like oh my god i cannot believe so that's to the, put you there but that's the shit that happens yeah. to these people you know and yeah. it was it was really it was it was pretty interesting um, it was an interesting experience, to say the least. I mean, I, I'm still friends with a few people that I was in that group with. Um, a lot of them are from University Hospital, so I, I still know them. And I have one friend from Dayton that actually we went on vacation together with last year and just had a blast. So, yeah, I still stay in touch with a few of those people. That's very cool. Yeah, it was neat. It was a neat experience. It really was. Yeah. Yeah. I See, that was one of the things, too, I was going to ask is, did you start it through work then? Was that Did they send you... That's how you got connected. I knew it. I knew about it through work because okay. one of the one of the um, one of the board members was a, a guy in the radiology department at UH that I knew really okay. well. Which which obviously you do a lot of work with through yeah. your job. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So for me, I I looked at it somewhat as um, uh, helpful for my business, right? But also, I thought it was. I personally wanted to do it. For, for personal reasons, right. not just for business sake. Okay. So, yeah. Well, that's I mean, why, that's why I, I think, I think it's like anything else. I think any kind of leadership training, <clears throat> as long as it's not smoke and mirrors, yeah. is, yeah. is going to be good for business. Yeah. I mean, because you can always take those lessons and move them forward. Right. But, but a lot of people don't see the value in that. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I think, honestly, it's because there's a lot of shysters out there. Yeah. Because, I mean, how many times do you hear of people like, oh, we're going to go to this leadership training or go do this or that or do or do what yeah. have you. And then they go and they they come back and realize, oh, it's just a bunch of hoopla and let's get you excited about nothing. That's and what I wanted to talk about because when I was in there, <clears throat> excuse me, the fairly big group that we had, but there were some people that you could tell when we would talk or have the conversations, they got sent there through work. 
once it was done and over with, eh, don't care, whatever else. Right. Some of us took it and grabbed the bull by the horns, per se, and we ran with it. We jumped into every group of the alumni we could. We still are involved with it now. Some people are board members or CPAs or whatever else. Some work at a bank. Some work at a factory or whatever, like I do. And like, just It's a good mix. Yes. And we had people come in and talk, and the guy that owns Rico in Medina, it's a business there, he, uh, he popped in and at our graduation, we got to sit at these tables and listen to these people throughout the county talk to us. And he was talking to six or seven of us at the table and whatnot and said something, asked or who you are. And I started talking about who I was and whatnot. At the time, I was a machine operator. <clears throat> and I said something about whatever working at SFS. And I talked about this and I said, I'm just a machine operator. And he stopped me in the middle of my sentence. And he goes, don't say you're just anything. He's like, you are a machine operator. There's no ends and no telling what you can do the rest of your life. Well, the fact like, but I've, I've never really heard. I'm sure people have told me that in my life, but I've never had someone say it to me when I'm sitting in a professional sitting like that. You're only ever going <clears> to <throat> hear that from successful people because successful people think very differently right. than. But if you have successful people you hang out with or you keep them in your corner as opposed to the people who just go out and get drunk every weekend and that's all they do, you're probably going to be more successful than most. And that's what I've been it, it surrounding depend, It depends with. on what you call successful, yeah. right? So let's let's break this down for a second. I remember like, – That's a whole other podcast right there if you well, want to. Well, <laughs> I know. Well, I know. But let's let's just think about this differently yeah. for, for one second here because like – I got involved with a leadership development company in my early 20s. So mm-hmm. I've been listening to this stuff in my car, granted on CDs, old school, you know, like for literally like over a decade, you know. So it's like yeah. I'm pretty well versed in a lot of this kind of stuff and I love it. Yeah. To me, it's like I, I live in a small town and I have uh, basically when I started working with Todd, like at, at, our, at my old company, uh, I had about an hour <laughs> drive to work because I got let go um, during the 07, 08 housing crisis. Because we just didn't have any work here in a small town and a small company. Mm-hmm. And my boss held on to me for like six months, paying me, right. even though we didn't have any work. I'm literally sitting at work doing nothing. <laughs> I was reading books. You know, it's like there, there was nothing to do. And uh, he's, I'm, I kept telling him, like, I'll find a job. Don't worry. Like, it's okay. He's like, no, we're going to get stuff. that's going to happen. And uh, he just had to let me go. Made a phone call. Got me an interview with Todd's company. Got up there. Got, got a job. Got hired. Like, I think I had an interview like that Thursday. Like I came back up for a second interview on Monday. I think I started Tuesday. I, right. I, I think it was like that, literally. You know, it was like because they just had some people quit. I need they needed people. It's like here we go, let's do this thing, right? But it's like I've had an hour drive to work since you know '08 or whatever it is, so a long time. And it's like I've used that time to be in my car to learn, right? Instead of just listening to the radio or just sitting quietly in my car, which I don't mind sometimes to think. Sometimes that's important, um, but. I've, I've done that for a long time and it's like, it's just, it's kind of been my secret weapon. So it's, it's specific time to learn like in my car. So I've done this for a very long time and I can remember, um, a, uh, an author and a business owner and a great speaker that I love to listen to. He was super funny. Um, ex Canadian military. He was a clearance diver, which would be equivalent to like a Navy SEAL. Um, actually he did a lot of training in ops with Navy SEALs. Okay. Um, but obviously he's, he's not a Navy SEAL cause that's a U.S. thing. Yeah. He's, he's Canadian, but he, he would say like my, my mom would say, Oh, I'm a diver for the Canadian Navy. Right. And he's like, I don't want to be listed by what I am for work. Like, that's just what I do to make a living. Right. And he was like, he's like, that's not who I am. That's not what I believe. It's not yeah. what I want. He's like, that's just what I got into. Cause I went in the military as an 18 year old kid. Cause I was a screw up. Yeah. Didn't want to go to college and do all this kind of thing. You know, we, we've all heard those kind of stories, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, I can be an electrician on a boat. 
Or I can go make more money being this diver thing. I'll just go, I'll just go do that. Right. So he went to do that because he was making a better paycheck. Like it wasn't like a lifelong dream of his he wanted to do since he was eight or whatever. Right. To him, it was just like it's just my job in the navy. It's, it's here. What here's here's what it is. Yeah. But but I that always stuck with me is like I am not what I do for work. Yeah. Like I am much more complex and much more deep than that. A lot of us are. Yes, but I think that a lot yeah. of people when somebody says, "Oh, who are you? What do you do for work?" and that's like their big leading thing, and it's like, "But what does it matter?" It's just how about work. I give you a business card so you know what I do for work, but then I talk to you about who I am and my character and this that exactly. And and that's I th- what I and like I think about that's this. way more important. But yeah. I th- also think that successful people see that very differently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think in the middle class and lower class world, it's all about what do you do for work? What do you do for work? What do you do for work? And like, well, it's like, what does it matter? Like, it's just a job. You've brought up before how you follow The Rock and you watch what he does and he hustles on all these things and whatnot. Uh, I don't, and, I don't follow him a ton. Okay. I hear about him occasionally. But I mean, but, just, just what he does or yeah. whatever. You, you know the kind of shit that he's involved I, with. Or how I, he just, I do like Dwayne. That man he's super, busts his ass. Super That's why a lot of people want him to run for a president eventually. Or whatever, I, I don't. I don't know how. Many. I don't like that idea. I still like Brett Weinstein's idea. I think I sent that to mm-hmm. both of you. You did, and I love that idea. Yeah. And if people have not listened to that episode on Joe Rogan, uh, shit, I don't know the episode it's, number. They can find it. Oh, yeah. yeah, I know. It's but, recent. But, but I mean. they've, they've done a bunch of those. So I'm going to look it up real quick okay. here. But basically, his idea was to have like a center left person and a center right person yeah. run it together. Together, yeah. Yeah. And it not just yeah. be like one person has all the power and the vice president is just there is like just to take pictures and do stupid shit because it's yeah. irrelevant. Like, no, like, let's have them actually sit down and talk and work things out because – in my opinion, that's supposed to be the idea of our government. Like, we're supposed to be able to work together. Yeah. But it's just... But that's... Uh, uh, being a simpleton dumbass that I am... <laughs> don't... 877. There you go. No, I don't think that one's it. It's, okay. it's oh, like, no, that four, it's like 14 I'm something. Sorry. But the the fact that people can't even get along it is in episode, simple conversation it, 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 right now. Sorry. It's oh, episode uh, 1494. Okay. So go check that one out. There's a short clip of it. Everything's uh, clipped now. Da, 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 da. Yeah, it's not. I don't see it, but either way, the 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 fact that that whole that whole premise of that's what we need to try to get. How are we going to get that if we can't even have simple fucking adult conversations anymore? Where, like, we're we're so damn ignorant with a conversation gets spurned. I'm going to punch you in the face because I don't agree with what you, because this is what I believe and like. Well, that's because you're a dumbass. And well, you don't it's research all this or... bullshit, outrage, cancel yeah. culture but crap. The, the, the whole people, yeah, people don't people don't want to listen to what the other person has to say. They, they just they want to spew their agenda back. They don't even hear what you're saying. But the real problem with that is, is they don't even understand that agenda. Totally agree. They're just regurgitating things they've heard people say. Right, and that's I, I had a I had a very pleasant conversation between my wife's cousin and myself on Facebook. We were going back and forth, and she had posted something about wearing mask and if you don't wear a mask and a uh, place wants to require you to wear one then you, you don't get to be served there and i'm like yeah and you can also not go there too and but anyway we went back and forth exchanged pleasantries and this guy jumps in and he starts attacking me for shit and i'm like dude you don't even you, did you even read the chain no you, and that's you the thing you, you didn't yeah. and it just pissed me off well so anyway, first off, in that matter, I took a week off of Facebook. This is my I called it Freedom Friday or whatever. <laughs> I've heard Dave Rubin or other people talk about this, yeah. where they take the month of August mm-hmm. off or whatever. And I've all the people I've listened to say that Joe Rogan talks about it, whatever else. Because again, 
some of us listen to a lot of podcasts and we hear these people that are smarter than us yeah. talk about things that we should probably try to simple to do. Mm-hmm. And it's the simplest, easiest little thing or Jordan Peterson, whatever, where yeah. it's like things that it just, makes a big difference. they are simple little life things that you should have been taught as a kid or whatever else you should have grown up and learned as an adult that people are telling you now. And then you try it again as an adult and you go, holy shit. Like, yeah. how did I not figure this out for myself? So the fact that I haven't been on it, I'm trying to do my damnedest to not look at it. I deleted the app actually off of like the screen on my phone. It's still on my phone. I just took it to where it's not so easy to just press the button and it pops up. So I can't see it unless I go searching for it. But I'm trying to do this until next Friday. Maybe it'll just happen every once in a while for a week or so on and off for two weeks at a time. And I'll build up because you got to start small and all just that. Just please, like, dear God, don't go on there and say, oh, my God, I need to take a break from social no, media. I'm not, so no, I'm no, no, I'm not saying that. I'm taking it for <laughs> just myself. Don't do that. No, no, I'm saying it because we've all seen those posts like, oh, oh yeah. God, really? You no. just want so much attention right now. Yes. Exactly. If I want attention, I'm going to put on fucking glittery hair and all this other stuff and or say, wear a, a, like a red hat, yeah. hat that says make conversations yeah exactly and a, exactly and a bright blue shirt says not essential well see it, once like i that? once i take a photo of myself today and put that up next week when i'm back on facebook or whatever for however time period is <laughs> that's going to be great but the whole thing is like todd said listen or whatever we don't listen to each other and whatnot and that's what i like about the thing that leadership is doing because this new thing coming up is called listen and it's where we have these discussions. It's only going to be a Zoom meeting. We don't get to meet in person, which I would like better. But with all this in going person on, we is can. better. But video yeah. conference is good because yes. you can see when somebody's rolling their eyes. You yeah. can see when they're not paying attention. Yeah. You can see a lot of those yeah. They things, can they so. can flip. But the thing that I like about this night, I told them the last time we did this, and when we were on there, as I thanked people because the one guy that was the host of this. He was in the room that I was in in the one discussion. Mike jumped back into it, and I was kind of like I wanted to thank everybody for being involved and thank them for putting it on because you can see someone's face on there. Not everybody's got their camera on or whatever for whatever reason, but you can see the faces. And when people's eyes go up or their eyebrows or whatever, they perk up. It's like or they sit up in the chair like like I've thought about this too before. You can see their their bodily, you know, their physical features and stuff like that change, and they're like. This is something they've had thought in their mind before and they want to talk about it. So then again, like the citizens together thing where we're all coming together and we're talking and having these conversations and whatnot. And like you can tell they're excited about it as much as I am. And that's why I like this thing that's coming up in a couple of weeks or whatever that we're actually trying to do, even if it's just throughout the community. I think we only got a hundred people cause it filled up the room, but it's a hundred people still that are going to have this conversation from in and around Medina County or whatnot that can then go on and branch out and talk to their aunt, their grandma, their uncle, their cousins, their sister, their brother, their mother and father, whatever, to where they might have that conversation with other people. And then this is how we start to network this shit out to where the reason I write in the paper for the longest times or the reason we do these podcasts or talk to people all the time or where the confrontational shit to get a conversation is because we need to do these simple things to start. Maybe one day we can have the center left, center right guys or whatever that are all you know, they've actually had these conversations more so because everything's less divisive because people are starting to talk more and more where it's a new, the new norm that we actually well, have conversation. Well, I mean, I think that because we don't do that anymore. I think that Brett Weinstein's idea of having like the center right and center left person running together yeah. and running as a team and not just like I'm in charge and I've got a vice president, but it's almost irrelevant because they don't do anything. Like No, yeah. like let them actually run it together. I love that idea. Or just go back to the way it used to be. Whoever whoever gets president, um, whoever president. wins is president. Whoever loses is vice president. I mean, like, what, yeah. what was it, Lincoln? Right when when he got elected, <laughs> like, didn't he take like his biggest um, critic 
and put him on his cabinet because yeah. he wanted to hear what he had to say. Sure. Like you want people wow, to keep, like you, right. like you want people to keep you in check. Yeah. That's kind of the idea. Cause again, right, yeah. the whole idea of government is supposed to, first of all, have lots of checks and balances. So one person doesn't become a tyrant and do all the stupid bullshit that's been happening now where one person comes out and says, we're making the rules. And it's like, well, yeah, but you're not really allowed to do that. I right. mean, the whole system set up to be very hard to move so the one person can't come in and do shit. Mm-hmm. But then you see a lot of presidents writing uh, executive orders and doing all these things. And personally, I don't like that at right. all. Right. But also, that's also a thing that those are easily overturned because mm-hmm. all it takes is the Senate and the House to just vote against those and they can get rid of them, which is the idea. Again, it's supposed to be hard to actually make policy. That's, right. that's kind of the point. Right. But it's like the whole purpose was supposed to be Hey, let's do what's best for everyone. Let's not do what I want to do or just do what you want to do. Let's actually meet in the middle and do what is best. Let's compromise. And nobody wants to do that anymore. But I also feel that most people are somewhere in the middle anyway. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, you've got your extreme right. You've got your extreme left. And they're both fucking crazy. All right. So we can just ignore them because it doesn't really matter what you do. They're never going to be happy. They're always going to be bitching. It is what it is. It's like, but if we can get somewhere in the middle and kind of focus on those people, I think we'd be much better off as a country. Because right now it seems to be we're pandering to the crazies on either the right or the left instead of actually focusing on how real people feel. Because most people are somewhere in the middle. Right. And that's why I like Leadership Medina County. That's what the official name of it is and what they're doing right now. Because like just one of the last emails I got showed that 53 people live who live or work in Medina County participated in this bridging the political divide, which was called building bridges or whatever like that, where they had eight sessions of, they actually had Jim Renacci and somebody else. So it was two, two representatives or past representatives that came in and sat and talked with all these people that were in on this. And they keep sending me the emails, but it's never worked out my schedule to go do these things. But it's the people of the community sitting there listening to the representatives talk and then people from this side and people from this side. And the thing that I like about leadership again is it's more professional. It's not you screaming at your coworkers or your family members at Thanksgiving or whatever. It's people that will try to keep well, their Well, first head of all, calm. if you're screaming at people in general, you're an asshole. Exactly. Stop and have a conversation. Right. Have a con- that's the whole point of the hat, the shirt, all this stuff. Yeah. Like these things, doing these talks, doing the podcast with everybody to talk to as many people, all these things, whatever, whatever it is out there. Like, that's why it excites me so much doing this stuff. So when we actually get to sit and have people involved, it's such a, I don't know, it makes me excited like when I got to take leadership stuff and then I found more things out about myself or the, like the extrovert, introvert. I never read that before. So then once I took the test, I started reading more and it's like, these are things that are opening my eyes to stuff and why not do it when you're in your freaking 30s? So I learn all this stuff oh, by the time sure. I'm in my 50s or 60s that I can tell people about that. You know, like, that's the whole point of this. Like, I physically do want to be a better person, you know, whatever. Mentally, spiritually, however else we're doing all this. So all these things help. And, like, some of us are trying to be better and more educated, whatever else. And, like, that's why we do these things that we look out. That's why you listen to CDs or take to just your classes and all that stuff. Like, you're trying to become better at something. Well, you know, I saw I one um, one of the first <clears throat> videos I ever watched of Jordan Peterson. <clears throat> got you hooked, didn't it? Did it got me hooked? <laughs> one of the things that he said in there, and it, it really changed my mental shift for the past month or two, uh, is he he basically said this was uh, his message to millennials, and really anybody can listen to it. But one of the things he said in there, he said, "Look, I know you want to change the world, but you don't know enough yet." 
right. to change the world. You, you got to go get yourself educated. You got to go do different things. You got to learn. There's a lot more to learning to do before you can even engage in the conversation. Mm-hmm. And he started talking about all the books that he has that he recommends on his website. So I'm like, you know what? I need to do that more because <clears throat> I, I engage in, in, in his whole point is he goes, you don't even know what you believe or why you believe it most of the time because you're just spewing information that you heard around you. Well, I mean, you got to think a lot of these kids are in their young, early yes. to mid 20s and of they want to make this huge difference and change the world and do all yes. these kind of things. It's like you're barely even an adult. Yes. Yeah. You don't have any experience in life. You don't know what it's like to run a business yes. or yeah. have a family or do any of these kind of exactly. things. Get some you, experience. Yeah, first. but you want to make yeah. all these changes and you don't even understand history yeah. or, you know, I mean, the human nature, really. Yes. Because, yeah. I mean, like a lot of books that Jordan Peterson talks about are very graphic. Yeah. And it's all about what happens when certain people get into power. That's a, yeah. a lot of books that he talks about. Yeah, exactly. Because I've, I've actually uh, bought a handful of those for my daughter, who's still in high school. She, mm-hmm. She'll be a senior this year. And it's like, okay, this can be a little rough. Yeah. But let's get through it because you need to understand these things. Yeah, for sure. But for ju- sure. The, just the, f- the simple fact that the minute you say a name like that mm-hmm. – that it instantly turns people off. Because, With Jordan Peterson? Because they've heard through media, social media, whatever else it is, their friends they're talking to, whoever's pushing shit down their throat from college professors yes. or whoever it is, that Jordan Peterson's a bad guy. They don't know shit about the guy. They've never read his books, never listened to his podcast, never listened to him sit down and have conversations with other people. Agreed. Some of us have. Mm-hmm. We're enlightened by that. We see these things. We tell other people to try it. Some morons out there are like, Jordan Peterson, ah, equals bad. Yes. you're talking about it. I'm done with this thing. I'm not listening to this anymore because you mentioned a bad guy's name. Yeah. Like I agree. The, the ignorance of that shows how stupid we are in this country on certain things. Like the, the trading post Medina trading post did their thing today, their paper. And the question on there was um, something about America's what's America's biggest divide. And they had things that you could click from. Well, I always click the other option to add your own comment, put your photo and all this, that and the other, and try to win the hundred bucks or whatever. But like, I'm not clicking on just those options they've got. I want my own, you know, option or whatever. And it was like media of all types and ignorance of all types. And there's many quotes out there you can find, but just the one I was looking at and reading this morning was W E B Du Bois, I think is his name. He's like the first black man to get into Harvard because it was something that popped up from a YouTube video I was watching this morning. People were talking about stuff, and it was something else that I I heard it on a podcast not long ago where. Sam Harris might have been talking about it, and he was talking about – somebody was talking about the guy. Yeah. And breaking barriers and stuff when all this racial shit started happening where it was like we're not idolizing these people that have actually broke down the color barriers and all this, that, and the other and the things that – we're just screaming insanity and not paying attention to what we're really doing, and we're not honoring the people that we should be. Mm-hmm. We're just take it down. It's offensive, whatever, and the cancel shit, which, again, that's a whole other podcast. But the fact that – if people, I, I listen to it at work every day. If people don't turn off the fucking TV and just watch, 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 whatever channel they're watching, and then they come into work and they spew it right back, I'm like, I feel like I'm watching this channel right now. <laughs> and it's just a conversation going on between two or three people. And I'm sitting there as the fourth person in the room going, how fucking stupid are you guys? It sounds exactly like what they would have said on the news this morning. And that's all you're ripping off. And yeah. then you pull up these things. And it's off that news website. You're not even finding facts anywhere else or no, listening to it anywhere else. It's their own confirmation yeah. bias like anything else. Yeah. And that's why I like these discussions. And that's the whole point of it. And one of the things I wanted to talk about today was the three C's. I've wrote about it before in the paper. 
the thing is, is is character, common sense, and choices. The third C can be interchangeable. You can put in consequences or all these other things. You can change it out however you want to. Because some people say without choices, you don't have consequences. The main one being character. Like, if you are not taught to judge somebody by the character of the person they are, you're going to probably see things a certain way throughout the rest of your life. Again, if you're judging someone on their skin or race or whatever else it is because you don't see past that and see the character of the human being, you've got problems. And me growing up, one of the coolest, greatest people we've ever met was this guy named Jimmy Coburn, who was a black dude, had the fro and everything, called himself the last dragon because he was always doing karate <laughs> moves like he was Bruce Lee. <laughs> so we would always make jokes, but he was always over because he's been friends with my mom and dad for a long time, been on their bowling teams or whatever, but he's one of the coolest cats you'll ever meet. And he'd always call you a cool cat and he'd call me Hoss and stuff like that. And I didn't know what that meant growing up. So I'd always ask him, what does it mean when a black dude calls you Hoss? And he goes, when anyone calls you Hoss, man, it's Hoss got along like Bonanza. He was cool with everybody and all this, that, and the other. And that, that's character shit that I learned at a young age. Like, this guy would hold me and my brother up when we were babies, according to him, and say, behold, the only thing greater than I. Like, like get out of here, you know? Like, this guy was just one of the funniest fucking coolest guys I've ever met in my life. But it was his character. He'd always talk about good people. I say that. And I know you say it's a cop-out or whatever. But <laughs> I give you shit for that. Yes. I know, because it, it, it is. It sounds kind of cliche or whatever, but it's something that I've learned at a young age that I have heard from people my entire life that's like, you're good people. I like you. Or people say that. You're good people. I like you. And it's like blue-collar, hard-working, whatever the hell you are. You could be a high-up, white-collar person. doesn't matter. If My mom was always having parties with everybody, and like we were introduced to that. Like People were always hanging out partying and being cool and being happy listening to music and people might have been smoking dope or drinking or whatever but like that's fine everybody was chilling having a good time we could all talk and have these conversations the open conversation i talked about my mom or for like whatever podcast where we could just say shit and it would just come out and we'd all talk about it yeah as kids teenagers whatever and the fact that our, our parents or their friends around would sit there and listen you know because people would be spent the night over from the party before or whatever and like the fact that, yeah, I like that. You're a good guy. You know, shit like that would come out of someone's mouth. And, like, I learned that at a young age from all kinds of people. And that's why this shit bothers me so much. So I, I'm glad that people are starting to talk about it more and more. And it makes me happy to see this stuff. Or, like, the hope, like we were talking about mm -hmm. earlier, where you see certain things and you're like, you know, there that's that's my faith in humanity that I see, that I talk about all the time. That, that good shit does happen. So. If, if you talk to people. Yeah, I think you'll realize that there's lots of good things going on, lots of hope in the world. Everything's everything's doing pretty well. If you listen to the media or you spend too much time on social media, you'll right. think the world's like hell in a handbasket and we're all going to burn down tomorrow. Right. Well, so I, it just depends on what you, who you want to listen to. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think what happens is if you get people out individually, <clears throat> you hear a different story than if they're in a group and it's groupthink. Okay. The groupthink is what gets a lot of people in trouble. Like. You know, um, just that's just been my experience. Like I, I, I flew to Chicago last year to meet my wife and there was a woman sitting next to me and I was watching something on my phone because it's a plane ride and I was bored. And she's like, well, do you mind if I watch? I think I was watching a football game. She's like, do you mind if I watch? I'm like, sure. She was in her mid twenties or whatever. So we started talking about, um, 
politics and this, that, and the other. And she's Pro like, football. Yeah. Really? Because it's part of our life and it comes up all the time, yes. doesn't it? Yeah. It, it, right. it should. Like, yeah. the, the fact that people say you can't talk about politics is yeah. fucking retarded. Oh, it's so yeah. stupid. So when it's someone like, tells you like, that, that shows their character right there when yes, you know what your conversation is. one of the most important like. things yeah. to talk about. Yeah. And we can disagree. That's fine. Exactly. Yeah. But what was interesting was she started, somehow, some way, we started talking about her generation and how she just hates, in general, her generation and they all believe in this socialism bullshit that's coming up and and you know like at the end of the plane ride i was like wow she just gave me hope <laughs> you know that there are kids in that generation that get it and she was one of them well, yeah but you also have to remember by the time they hit about 30 mm-hmm. and they've had a job for a decade yeah and everybody starts taking money out of their paycheck yeah. they'll realize yeah. very quickly hey i want my money back i earned that why the fuck are you taking my money <laughs> yeah you say that but then i have guys in my office that that still don't get it they still don't get it, and they're they're all about um, Bernie Sanders, and and I'm just like, well, what? But I think that's a lot of it because they don't realize how it's going to impact them. Just driving, just driving around the town you live in, or driving over here, or whatever, and or seeing stuff on Facebook, which is why I got off on Friday or whatever, yeah. because I got in, I was almost, I was close to leaving a comment on a cousin who lives in uh, wherever in Ohio. She made a comment about how it was a meme again, where something about how New Zealand shut down their entire country and did this, 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 and this, and it solved all these problems and yada, yada, whatever. You look up the population of New Zealand, it's 5 million people. Ohio alone has more than that. Double that. Just the state than their entire country. Yes. They're far more spread out with 5 million people throughout that entire country than just the 11.7 or 8 billion or million that we've had in this state. Mm-hmm. She doesn't think about that. But then on the bottom of the meme, it says, riding with Biden. Okay, so you are stuck on, you hate Trump so much, he's a racist, whatever, her husband's a black man. Why the hell does that matter? I don't know. But she thinks this way that are, throughout these things I've been reading and I've been leaving comments and some people have attacked me and called it trolling and this, that, and I'm like, no, I am commenting on a public comment that you're saying your children being biracial are going to have... This, this, and this. They're gonna they can't do anything throughout their life. If you raise them as a good person and teach them not to be shitty people, they probably won't have the interactions with the cops. Not saying that doesn't stop everything, but she's just Unfor- automatically in the mindset of they're gonna have a terrible life because they're But father's unfortunately a black it man. just won't. Like like we both know a gentleman that, that we used to work with that you still work with, mm-hmm. right? Who would get pulled over in this suburb of, of Cleveland right. all the time for just Driving. And right. And, and the, there's no reason for it. And he would just get pulled over because right. he's black. Right. And But the thing is, is you can't have those conversations on Facebook, which is why I try to make comments or say something. And then, like he said, that the other third like, party like, or whoever like else, Todd. Like, like Todd said? Like the third or, <laughs> third or fourth party or whoever just jumps in out of nowhere and they're like, ah, because they only read one part of it. They didn't follow the whole thread. They don't know the whole conversation. Of course. So they start jumping on your ass because they read your one comment. So, again, the New Zealand thing came up, and I saw that with the riding for Biden on the bottom, and she's fully on, get the fuck Trump out of there. Well, yeah, but I don't I you wonder think how many people, though, are like that, where they're just in that mindset. Well, there's a shit ton. And, yeah. I, and I, I really wonder, is, is that where all of this, literally all of this is coming from? Yeah. Because I think people hate Trump so much because he's a huge slap in the face to a, a lot of people. And they and they're just so mad at that that they can't see logically of like what's going on elsewhere in the world. Well, there's that, and there's the whole right and left thing. The whole mm-hmm. the the division between that right there before it's even Trump and Biden or whoever it is, the names on it, is so insane to see that people like that guy that just made a comment to me when I was at the restaurant with my grandma a while back, and he just like 
Hillary's going to win and just fucking walked away without a conversation or whatever else. He didn't give two shits. He just turned around and like, I won and peace out. I'll see you later or whatever. It was like the whole, he hates whoever, or he hates Republican or Democrat so much. He just votes this way only because that's what it is. There's no name attached to but, it. But here's so. the thing though, is there, there's a bunch of people like that. And to me, that's pathetic. I'm sorry, people. It's absolutely, but pathetic. don't be sorry about it, please. No, no, no. Because... I, I, I am sorry about it. Cause some people are going to get offended by that because they don't like to hear the truth. Some people and they're going to have to, exactly. They're that's... going to have to get over that. Cause I'm not going to, I'm not going to not say it, right. you know, but I don't, I don't mean it to be hurtful. Right. It's just the truth. Like it's not negative but, or positive. But it's the just media, the I think the media has created that divide. Like I, uh, have, I don't know if it's the media. I think a I think, lot of it. I think they're accentuating it. I think they're riding that because it's getting them views. Because mm-hmm. they're essentially a dying mm-hmm. art. I think they're yeah, going away. Right, absolutely. So they're doing whatever they can to stay relevant. I had, but I don't think they're the reason <clears> for it. I had a guy. I had a. Uh, we were at lunch Friday, and one of the guys from my office made a comment that he's like, "I, I just don't think Trump's very smart." You can say whatever the hell you want about the guy. To say that he's not very smart, I think, is just asinine. The guy's a fucking business guy, and he's extremely successful. Yeah, you can point to some of the, the bankruptcies that he's had of, of certain businesses, but I tell you what, the guy has cojones to stick his neck out on the line and start a new business when you don't you don't have that in your character. Right. And There's that say character what you want about him politically. Say you, you can say what you want, you want about the guy politically. Whatever. I have my views on it, and everybody else does too. But like to say that he's unintelligent is just—that's I—I don't even understand that conversation. I was just like, that conversation won't happen around me again. See, in my mind, the unintelligent people are the mm-hmm. ones that that instantly go to that whatever yeah. their mind thinks or whatever. They just right. instantly go to their what do you say their community or whatever they keep around them to. What is that called? I'm blanking on this right now. Like their bias or whatever. Yeah, they, they want that. They instantly go to, nope, he's a Republican, can't talk to him, can't listen to him, everything he says is evil, or nope, he is more conservative, I can't talk to him, can't listen to him, whatever, their mind just flips or whatever. Jordan Peterson, ah, he's an evil guy, whatever. If if you follow anything, he, he talks about how he was more of a liberal at one point than ever and then changed yeah. his mind again, just like Dave Rubin or other people are more... Like, if you were more right and extreme when you're young and you came more middle when you got older, you're learning. Which is usually how that works. Yeah. yeah. If you were more liberal and then you walked away from it, now people call you a traitor or whatever else, this, that, and the other, because you're more middle or more conservative now because you go, wow, this side represents me more than what I thought that one did. You're learning. That well, makes I mean, you right. a very educational, smart person. Well, I mean, yeah. my, my weightlifting coach is very, very much uh, a liberal guy. Yeah. And, and as he's gotten older... Like he he keeps saying, I love this quote. I steal it all the time. He's like, the older I get, the more I become an extreme moderate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. No, he's I, like, I, 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 he definitely leans more left than he does right, but he's definitely more in the middle now than he is left. But what's that? like? But that's supposed to be the idea. Yeah, moderation is key. I mean, it's have a mix of forever. everything. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you should. And that's again. I love left, right, center because they do that and they have different panel people on. And I love watching. Again, I watched this morning. These YouTube videos where it was, it was, I think it was eight or nine black people talking about the guy was asking, there's an author, uh, his name's Alonzo O'Neill or something, or Anthony O'Neill. That's his name. He was talking about like different discussions. And one of the questions he asked was like, uh, in one word or what was something about victim being a victim or something like that. It was African-American culture victims or something like that. And instantly this one guy was like, whoa, like, hold on. Like, that's a deep question. You know, that was his whole it was just just listening to people have these conversations and talk about you have eight different people of the same race 
sitting there talking about how they all have eight different views on things. And because one lady's a fair skinned black woman, she's had her life been treated differently than other people because, because people see fucking skin color or whatever else. And they don't look at the character of people. That, I mean, but if it's insane, depending like, on how old they are, I mean, you, you can't help but like understand, have to understand where they're coming from. Yeah. Was it like, it was the, the 1960s. Yeah. It, right. With, until they could actually century, yeah. like basically vote and be treated as equals and not have to like, Go around back right. to go into and a that building. was brought that that's was brought ridiculous. up in this discussion this morning. That was the whole thing but that that's I like not about that long it. ago. No, and that's why it's it's not ancient history, and that's why one of the guys was saying like, don't throw this over your back shoulder like it's nothing to worry about now or whatever. It is stuff to be talked about because it was our parents or whatever, yeah. or maybe some of these older people that are still alive that went through it, you know. And like that's the whole point of having these discussions and sitting down and talking to people. And but then there are those idiots in my mind that don't want to even talk about this stuff where they just want to lash out at you that no evil Republican or evil Democrat or evil liberal, like instantly because you don't want to have the talk. They think talking politics or talking religion is either too mentally draining. They don't have the time because they've got a bunch of kids or they have other stuff going on or they're, they, I don't want to call it selfish. Hey, they've got not. time to watch bullshit television. Okay. So. That's what I mean is, is you're allowed to have whatever choices and decisions you want in this country, but if not having a discussion that could potentially help someone else in this country or in this world or yourself become a better person, that makes you an uh, ignorant human being in my mind. That the fact that no, 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 don't have time for that. Like one of the questions I asked when we were doing these sit-downs and we had the police officer we went to the restaurant with and all that before this happened, I asked all these questions. And one of the things that was thrown at me, like I spoke about before, was from a family member that said, defund the police. Okay. That was your blanket, whatever. And I said, what does that mean? Certain departments, this, that, like what exactly? I don't have time to research that. You go look it up. You figure. I'm like, I want to know your opinion on it. Nope. Didn't want anything to do with it. That's an ignorant human being. That is in my very mind. ignorant. Yes. Yeah. I want to know what you mean by that so that we can take this to the national leadership discussions or all these other things so that we can talk about what you mean so that we get community members' opinions to talk about. Okay. So, not fuck you. It's, I'm not doing the research on it. <laughs> so, don't say it then. Like, so, so let's, let's, let's rewind here. So, <sighs> so, so you, you, just re, you, you just recapped and brought it back to what we like started talking about originally, okay. which was. You having these conversations to take to the the national leadership, national leadership right? discussion. So, yeah. so that was a conversation I obviously had with a family member who was very ignorant, who said defund the police, but didn't have their own thoughts about it. They probably just heard it online probably. or on social mm -hmm. media or whatever, and they're just spewing it out there with no thoughts of their own of what that really means, and saying that they don't have time and you're or you're you're ignorant because you don't understand what they're talking about, which doesn't make any sense to me, but that's all yeah. right. So, so you had a lot of these conversations to take that to leadership. And then what, what happened with those conversations? And then what happened once you actually got to the national leadership? When we were sitting down in each little room discussing, I only got to be in a couple because again, with the lag time with only having an hour or so, whatever. And then at the end of it, they ended up playing a YouTube video to kind of send us off and it froze up my entire thing. And I got kicked out of the whole. So was, was, like, was it a zoom meeting again? Um, no, this one was the Remo or Remo, R-E-M-O. That's the new technology or whatever I was talking about where they go into, there's three different rooms you can go in. Okay. But still a video conference. Three different levels. Yeah. You, yeah. Weren't, you weren't. It's kind of like physically. a Zoom meeting though. Yeah. 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 But they're doing it on Remo and Zoom now back and forth. That's where we can get a hold of each other. And that's, that's why I like this because one, it's, we're not sitting around in a group, which I would enjoy more, but not everybody has the same feelings on being in a room with people right now or whatever, mm -hmm. but we get to talk though. Yeah. And 
But so, so I guess when, what, what happened I, with these conversations? When I went into the discussions that matter room, there were six people, and there were groups talking about <clears throat> their their um, their experiences with the police officers and whatnot. And one of the girls was talking after we talked about the police officer meeting at the um, the bar we went to. She was talking about something like that with police officers and firemen and stuff like that in her community, telling her the same thing when she actually did this on her own, where they were talking about CEOs not holding people accountable, politicians in the area that live in the town or the the community, the governors or whatnot, the mayors not holding people accountable, firemen and police officers holding onto their jobs when they shouldn't, people's lives possibly being at risk because they don't give a crap as a person in that position, you're supposed to, my entire life, I wanted to be a police officer. I never followed through with everything like we were talking about. I wanted to do law and all that stuff. So, like, I know what you were saying about the whole background of it. Of You don't go into that as I'm going to get some good paycheck or whatever. Like, everybody, it's cliche to talk about, I know. But people that want to be good people and make communities better go into that. Yeah. If you go into that it's, as... It's a, it's a lot like being a teacher. Public like, service. You go into it because you want to make a difference. Yeah. You don't go into it for the money because the money is not there. Yeah, you're not a selfish human being. When they are selfish human beings that go in there thinking, oh, this is my way to fame or whatever else that people will know me and you only care about number one, <clears throat> that's going to be a problem. And she talked about how she's been told this as well. So one of the commonalities we had in the discussion rooms was, yeah, people have heard this from other people in their family or their coworkers or whatever else it was, but nothing's being done about it. So yeah. accountability, which we got from the police officer when we were at the bar, is one of the biggest things that, that kept getting brought up in our national discussion. and like. I know we did it. I've heard accountability a million times. We've all talked about accountability. Now it's being talked about nationally and like just in our little group, not other national things that are being done. You know, like no one's holding people accountable in this world anymore, hmm. including ourselves or whatnot. Small things that how you can't fix that if you can't force a human being to change. Yeah. Well, I think there's a lot of people also, um, they they like to play the victim and as long as you play the victim and you're in the victim role you're never going to be successful either in my opinion yeah and see i don't i don't have that mindset i won't have that mindset i've been through a lot of shit in my life that absolutely if if i continue to blame the car accident in 2007 that destroyed my life changed the way i could do things you know whatever it was working playing like i couldn't work the first job i got after coming back for three months i couldn't even handle it because i couldn't stand physically until my body like if I continue to blame that on things, snowboarding really fucking hurts me. My wife wants me to snowboard or, or ski so we can do winter things together. It physically fucking hurts. You know, mm-hmm. having a shattered pelvis at one point where you can't sit for longer than so many hours. When you fall on your ass constantly when you're trying to learn, your body is broken. Yeah. It hurts. Your knees, your ankles, whatever mm-hmm. the problem may be, it's not physically cool because then I can't go to work after that. It's like playing backyard football like I used to. I had such a passion for football. I would put all that in the back of my mind of, well, if I get hurt, I can't go to work, whatever else, I can't pay bills. That really screws me. I should probably stop doing this. My yeah. my passion and love for the sport was I didn't care. Like, it's hard to, to do all these things, but, you know, you got to not be a victim and get over it. Right. I want to do these things with my wife when it's wintertime so we're not just going out drinking or doing whatever else because, Ohio, what can you do? You know, I mean, there's a lot you can do, but not much we – know how to do together if she wants to go snowboarding and stuff a lot so i want to join you know i have to get over that fact of this fucking hurts i gotta learn it so then i quit falling so it doesn't hurt anymore and then you know 
if I just accept the victim mentality, I'm going to blame it constantly the rest of my life. But it's such a hard thing to get over. Right. Physical pain where you're going to hurt the next day at work or whatever. Or do you want to not be able to do this the rest of your life? And like, I choose to, I really want to overcome it. But a lot of people, like you said, we, we victim, I mean, we make excuses for a lot of shit here. Yeah. You can't make people not make excuses for stuff. So it's their right. They have the, they have a right to do so. So I, I can't tell someone stop making excuses. You know that's well, you can. Okay, again, that's my right you to say. Sir, it. You yeah, certainly sure, can, sure can. Right, but I mean, <laughs> it's just it's it's a pain in the ass. It's just I don't know. I want to keep talking to people, learn these things, and have them talk about it. But how do you? I mean, you guys were two of the biggest supporters of the Citizens Together stuff coming out, and want to have the conversations and talk and like. How do you make people have these discussions? You, no, no, you can't so, make people right, do anything. Right. People have to want to do it for so, themselves. The same as like when somebody's screwing up their life, you can tell them all the stupid things they're doing and what's going <laughs> on and, and how, what they need yeah. to do to fix it. And you can tell them everything they need to hear. Yep. But until they're ready to hear it, until they're ready to make a change for themselves, yeah. nothing is going to change. And I do mean that. Nothing will change. Mm-hmm. Right. Agreed. Well, yeah, I, I made a comment to you the other day when you were talking about you still want to talk to all these people. I was like, God bless you, man. Because yeah. I have, I, I'm, I get to a point where I, I just get tired of it because like you, see, I see so many things. Like there was a doctor in Minnesota, I think it was Minnesota. He always, he felt he, he needed to speak out on the things that he saw on the whole coronavirus thing. So now <laughs> he is under investigation by the the Department of Health for what he said, and he was just like. I don't even understand why they're coming after me. All I am is speaking what I believe and what I see and the truth and, and you know, your opinion, my professional opinion. Yeah. yeah. And, and I, it makes me think about that. So like, like me, I'm a professional engineer. I'm and a business owner and a business owner. And I'm required. I'm required. If I see something wrong, uh, professionally, I'm required by my oath to report it against all things you know and when you do things like that you get backlash yeah you know and that's all his doctor was doing and he got backlash for it and he's being attacked and it's just like he's a professional he's he has an oath just like i have an oath like if you see something you you need to say it but like you get to the point where you're just like, is it even worth it anymore? The answer right. is yes. The yeah. answer is always yes. Yeah. I was talking about this yesterday with a friend of mine who's up from Atlanta. And we, we went out and got lunch. And we, we, we sat down and had a great discussion. And I love talking to him. And he thinks very differently than I do. Mm-hmm. And, and I value his friendship. Because, again, I, I like talking to people that have different thoughts and stuff about it than I do. But he's also a person that I have a rational discussion with and we can agree to disagree yeah. and be fine with that. I still love him for who he is. He still loves me for who I am and it's great. But I had said, I heard this a long time ago and I'm sure somebody very influential or famous said it and I don't know who it is. I don't know who to credit. I know where I heard it, but I don't know where it originally came from. You know, And it's, and it's an old saying that says literally, do the right thing no matter the consequences. <laughs> True. And, and, and like you said, like this is that doctor's oath. Mm-hmm. Like first do no harm. Yeah. And if there's something wrong about this, like we need to speak up. And it's like because it doesn't fit the national narrative or whatever narrative that the health department's putting out or the bullshit from the WHO, you know, the World Health Organization, the CDC or whatever, because it doesn't fit their little narrative, 
Now they're going to come back and persecute this person and, and look at what they're doing wrong and probably fine him or do whatever and yeah. just make his life hell. Yeah. Just to make an example to other people, don't you dare speak out against right. us or we will fucking ruin you. Yeah, exactly. And those people need kicked in the dick, first of all. Mm-hmm. But it's like, but still, people need to do what that person is doing and realize, mm-hmm. hey, I'm, gonna, I'm willing to take a stand here. There's something right and there's something wrong. Right. And I'm willing to stand for what I believe in. And if it means that I get into a bunch of trouble or I've got to go through a bunch of things, or even if he loses his license, he should be willingly able to do that just for the principle. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's a very powerful thing that would help sure. other people do the right thing in those kind of same circumstances. Yeah, I would agree. You need to be the example nowadays because most people are cowards they are. and they're not willing to stand up for what they believe in because they don't want to get persecuted. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, I've, I've been over that a long time ago. And honestly, it was one of the big things that I had wondered, like when I first started this podcast is like, do I really want to put that much of myself out there? Because mm-hmm. on here, you've got to be genuine. You've got to be real because mm-hmm. people can tell when you're bullshitting. Mm-hmm. We've, we've all heard people talk and you realize, oh, they're mm-hmm. playing a caricature. Yeah, they don't, they yeah, don't mean yeah. what they're saying. They're just saying what they think you <laughs> want to hear. Right. Now, that's it. But mm-hmm. it's like, but I knew that if, if I was going to do this, if I was going to go just be me and do do what I think is right. It's like put myself out there. It's like I'm gonna take some shit. Yeah, you know, like granted, right now the podcast isn't super popular, and not tons of people are listening. Right. It's it's because I'm not some famous person that can get on somebody's famous podcast and like get get launched and get like a hundred thousand listeners right away. It's like it's not gonna happen. Sure, because I'm just some schmuck of some small town <laughs> in Northeast Ohio. You're saying I'm just now. No, See, but that's it, what I learned from yeah, that guy. No, Don't say that. No, but, See? But, but it is what it is, and I'm okay with that. It doesn't bother me because again, like we've all talked about, like fuck, I do this for me. Yeah, I don't do this to try to get famous or to make money or to get a bunch of sponsors so I can work, retire from my job and just do this full time. Like, no, I, yeah, but you live in America and that could happen. Uh, who knows? So I mean, don't, I'm not, don't, don't I'm say not, just. I'm man. not counting on it. You're, you're discrediting yourself. Well, it is what it is. But like, <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not counting on that. That's not the reason why I'm here. I'm right. here because I love this. This is fun. Right. Like when we get done with these things, it's always a blast. Like my face hurts. I'm smiling so right. damn much. I look forward to it all week. It's great. I, I, I love this shit. But, it's, but I also have to realize that I'm going to take a bunch of shit for this right. if it ever does get popular. Because yeah. people aren't going to like what I'm, I have to say. Right. right. But, I mean, I, I debated that for the longest time because you kept trying to get me to come on to this podcast forever. Because I need like, to be fucking great oh at it. Oh, my God. I don't yeah. want to come on. I'm going to put myself out there and I'm going to get shit and then I'm going to be pissed and... Like I've I've had so many times where like I've had com- I've got nothing but great comments on your episode, sir. <laughs> Just saying, I've, I've had I've had. Uh, so many conversations that have that have come up on Facebook, and I just I just bow out them because I'm just like, why am I even engaging in this? It just makes no sense whatsoever. Like I had a I had a friend attack me um, a while ago because I was supporting the police, and and uh, you know the way that they attacked me was, was such fervor. I'm just like, what are you talking about? You know, like the the whole thing in Atlanta where the dude got got shot and killed in, at the Burger King or whatever the hell it was. You know, and I, I watched. I didn't watch the whole video because it was 45 minutes long. So the, these police officers talked to this guy for 40 minutes, 41 minutes. And then they're like, you know, and it was a cordial conversation and a back and forth and, and everything was fine. And then they finally said, hey, look, we need to put you under arrest because you're under the influence. And he 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 turned and he went after him and he attacked him and he tried to take their weapons. In my opinion. It's game over at that point. Whatever happens, happens. So now this guy, this cop, you know, they end up shooting the dude. The cop is is under 
uh, up on murder charges because he happened to shoot him in the back. Well, you know, and my friend was like, if that was your son, you would burn the place down. I'm like, actually, I wouldn't. I would watch that video and go, look, and look at my dead son and go, why the fuck did you make such a stupid goddamn decision to do that to that cop? You know, you put him in a bad situation. You probably deserved what you got. Yeah, I might want answers for what happened, but at the same time, it's like... There's multiple spots you could have made a different choice yes, that would have ended. You, if you just get arrested, ju- just put your hands behind your back, Yeah. go to jail, you're alive tomorrow. Then you can fight it tomorrow. Yeah. And see, that. okay, back to the discussions that we were having in the leadership thing. There was a lady that was in the one room I was in when I first got in there. She's a black woman. Mm-hmm. They talked about that because... She spoke on, and I have friends that I used to work with that my one buddy, he goes back to the character and he, the post on Facebook and all that, that he made, I loved it because I said, you said character. Yes. And like I kept, this lady said that she's had interactions with police officers where she felt scared for her life and whatnot. And like the way they were treating her, they're shitty character person. Probably they're probably really negative, evil human being, whatever. And then she goes, I've had interactions with other police officers where I felt kind and cordial afterwards, and I said, thank you, officer, all this, that, and the other, and he let me go with warning or whatever it was, and it was no problem. She's like, it's the human. She brought it back to human beings, which is, again, back to the broad spectrum of humans suck sometimes. She brought it all the way back to that. It wasn't a straight racism thing. She went to, but that was part of the discussion. That's why these are called discussions that matter. That's the whole, no, not everybody feels the same way about it, where if you follow the news or you follow social media or whatever that you see a group of, this is how you think everybody feels about it. And it's not. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And again, that's why when we put this as a national discussion group online with people from Rhode Island to Oregon, again, that covers most of the entire country there where they're all over. One girl was in Texas. So we're all North, South, East, West, everywhere. You know, it doesn't matter your skin color. It doesn't matter, you know, who you are. If you act this way, your character is shown. If you talk this way, your character is shown. Like a lot of the things that came up with, <clears throat> no matter who you watch, no matter who you talk to, when the first George Floyd thing happened, some people get into that guy had a history of crap, just like the cop had a history of crap. Probably shouldn't have been a police officer, as the one police officer we spoke to said that. Where that's one of the things he brought up yeah. was like that guy should have been. Fired a long time ago. Unfortunately, the unions protect bad apples. And that was the other thing with the accountability in the unions, where it's like, if that guy did not have a criminal record, whatever, he did this, 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 and this. The minute you put a gun to a pregnant woman's belly, your character went right out the window there. And that shows me all I need to know, my personal self, because that's how I was raised. That's just an abuse of power. That's just, just the fact of not even the police officer, just George Floyd doing it or whatever with like you break in and rob a lady and you stick a gun to her pregnant belly and all that. Like your character has been shown then if by nothing else, not the police. Yeah. Yeah. That was really, yeah. I did not know that. Okay. So that was all. Yeah. That was something he did. So regardless of what happened on video, that was the first national outrage and all these things. When you dig deeper, just like everything else with news where we find something out a week or two later where it's like, Oh, that's the real story. When these kind of things happen, some people, this is just how I was raised. Again, Jimmy's talked about the the black guy that was the last dragon. That's what I'm going to call him. <laughs> like my mom, my dad, the people they hung out with, the people they're all worked with, whatever. Like that's, this is how I was raised by all of them. This is the whole character thing is why that's number one on my list of the three C's of stuff like that, where your character right out the window when you did something like that. If you... Got some consequences that are pretty shitty afterwards. If that's the kind of life you were living and that's the kind of character you represent, 
I have no feelings for what happened. The fact that the guy did the criminal shit that murdered a human being, that's a whole other story. But the fact that someone's character was shown from that instance, that's how some of us are raised, and a lot of us. If you have these discussions and you talk to people, there's a hell of a lot more of us that are raised that way than the ones that are just like, no, nah, it doesn't matter. It's because he was white and he was black. That's that's bullshit. Yes, but you can always change. People can change. It's a hard thing to do. Yeah. And again, they have to want to do it for themselves. You can't make them change. Yeah. They got to want to change for them. But then True. again, that third C, like I said, choices, consequences, you can put change in there as well. And that's why I love the fact that it's interchangeable where you can put whatever C word you want there to keep the three C's alive. Because if you put change in there, you've got great character. You use, you know. 90 to 100% common sense, or even 70%, that's a pretty good number, you know? Throwing out Andy stats now. Like, and you 60% have, of the time? Yeah, it's all, all the, the time. time. Yeah, and then change is your third one. You can change who you are. You can change your character. You can change the choices you made in the past and you learn from. And you went, I'm not going to do that stupid shit ever again. Because, again, the three C's is a huge part of your life. And, like, that needs to be implemented with most of us. But we don't think in that light anymore. Yeah. And I learned that from having a discussion with people where I heard it when I was younger and I've been using it my life, but I still screw shit up. I'm we all human. do. We're yeah. Human. So, we I all mean. Do. All right. Well, let's, let's wrap this bad boy up. Uh, what, are, what are your closing thoughts, Jake? What, what are you thinking about like moving forward here, especially with what's been going on? Like the racial stuff, the pandemic anything. stuff. Life in general. Um, Live your life again where you actually go out and do things and see things and don't fucking watch the news. I'm tired of listening to people argue something where it sounds like they're spouting off something that came off of a fucking news headline. Sorry, people. I mean, that's how it is. I'm tired of listening to CNN or Fox come right out of your mouth when that's all you did was watch that before you had the conversation. Yeah. Talk to other people and then have a conversation. So I'm going to continue to do that and try to get other people to do it. So I can dig it. All right. Todd. Nice. Um, yeah, I agree with what Jake's saying. I mean, I, I, I've, I go back to what I learned the first video I ever watched Jordan Peterson and just educate yourself before you engage in the conversation because so, too many people just spew out whatever it is that everybody else is around them is talent is saying, and there's too much group think and you had to learn how to think for yourself and, and really truly believe in what it is that, that you're, you're talking about. And, uh, you know, I've, I've, I'm almost 52 years old and I've stepped back and had to think about that a little bit and re-engage my own character and make sure that, that I'm not just doing that as well. And going back to getting some of those books and looking at all the books, he has, he has a list of a hundred and almost 120 books that he recommends. That's a lot of goddamn reading. I, I have to, I, I got a lot of reading to do before I get, get back into the conversation. But, but anyway, that's, that's how I see it. So. Fair enough. Can yeah. I can I read something also? Of that course. I saved. Okay. So there's a guy that I follow on Facebook and whatever else. He does all these video cams or his body cams or whatever it is where he's a police officer. His name's Officer Parker. He's a black man. But one of the things that I liked that he put up was a person asked me, how does it feel to be a black man and a cop working for the man? Okay. He said, first of all, who is the man? I'm working for me, my family, and people like you. He goes, I told him right there, this is the core of these issues, would you have said that if I was a doctor? Doctors get sued all the time for malpractice. Would you have said that if I was a janitor, a homeless man, a lawyer, or are you just mad at police because that's the popular thing to do right now? 
The fact that you identified me as color first and not a person is one of the biggest problems or is the problem. That's what he says. Secondly, a job title, like you mentioned before, has nothing to do with the color of your skin. First and foremost, I am such a human being and I am just a human being and would treat, should be treated as such. Sorry. He couldn't answer a single question because he didn't have a valid answer for those. Exactly. He said, like I said before, we are our own biggest fire and the media fuels it and we need to do better. It's like as soon as you have a rational discussion like that yeah. to somebody who's spouting off that kind of bullshit, yeah. like, well, you feel like working for the mayor. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Like, like people, you shut him down. That's, that's amazing. Shout yeah. out to that guy. Yeah. So that's awesome. I feel, I, people need to pay attention to stuff like that because, again, it's another person giving you a sense you might not have thought about beforehand. Yeah, it's so. like it's, – it's so funny because, like, I – I hate to say it. I talk to a lot of my older friends, and a lot of my friends are older than me. I tend to be a, a bit of an old soul, a lot, a lot like you, Todd. <laughs> and it's like, they're all like, fuck it. I'm so over this shit. I'm done with it. It's all ridiculous. I'm glad I'm dying soon. Like, that's <laughs> oh, kind of. Wow. Oh, seriously. But yeah. that, that's their mentality right now. And it's like, you I know what? That. I have a lot of hope. I have tons of hope. I, I You hear stuff like that for, from an officer who has who has a great way of saying things. And like, that's not mean. That's not hateful. That's not trying to get back at that person for asking a stupid question. It's just like, bro, like, let's think about this. Like, we're, we're all the same. We're, we're all just people. Like, we're all yeah. just, like, 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 I, like I say all the time, you know, like, like, we're just souls stuck in these meat vehicles yeah. going through this plane of existence at the moment. Like, that's all it is. Like, we're not, we're not anything. We're not, like, we're, we're not our race. We're not our gender. We're not our non-gender. We're not, we're not anything. It's, we're not a color. Like, it's, we're, we're just us like we're yeah. just humans like we're all the same and but i think that more and more people are going to start to feel like that i think that this is going to wake up a lot of people who are going to come out and start saying stuff because unfortunately right now all we're really hearing is like the screaming right or the screaming left and we're not hearing from the people in the middle but they're getting fed up and they're tired of the bullshit and they're starting to speak out and that gives me so much hope to, to drown out all the bullshit because unfortunately with media and social media, like they just want clicks, especially the media. Media is mm -hmm. dying because it's, it's almost irrelevant at this point because it's just, just a waste of time. And if you ask me, obviously there are certain things we need to know, but I don't need their bullshit political slant on it. Mm -hmm. Just give me the facts. Mm -hmm. I'll make up my own decision. I'll come up with my own, like what I feel about things. You don't need to tell me how I should feel about these things so you can sell you know, advertisement on your website or do whatever. It's it's irrelevant. But I really feel like well, I think we're heading in a good direction because people are getting fed up with the bullshit and they're tired of everything and they're ready to start talking and having these kind of communications and these conversations where they can be like, hey, you know what? You think differently than I do and I appreciate that. I don't feel that way for this reason, but I respect where you're coming from and I will try to take that in consideration moving forward. Make conversations great again. Love it. All right, boyos, it's always a blast. Thanks for coming Thank over. You, yeah. Todd, thanks for filling in. Of course. Appreciate it. It's always good to have you on the show. Obviously, you're welcome whenever. Look at that it. smile. <laughs> <laughs> nope, hopefully, you had a little bit of fun at least. No, it's always fun. <laughs> it's always a good time. Always. All right, well, uh, next week, we're actually sitting down with Agent Tom and uh, Jeff Wilson and Ethan Franz of Instruments of Freedom, and we're going to specifically talk about the defund the police movement because Agent Tom and Jeff were both – 
uh, police officers. And obviously, Ethan's in that world as well as a firearms trainer. So that should be a lot of fun. Have fun at your shoot. I'm, I'm, well, that was supposed to be last week. Aww. But unfortunately, I mixed up the days. and We couldn't, <laughs> we, we, we didn't make the Pew Pew podcast happen. No Pew Pew. So we're going to have to reschedule that one with Ethan. But uh, that one should be a lot of fun. I'm really looking forward to what the you know former police officers have to say about all of this. Plus, they're, they're a little bit older, so they've got some more experience on them. And and they're both out of the game now, except for obviously Agent Tom, who's, who's still a federal agent. But he's no longer walking around as Dallas PD. But that's going to be a lot of fun. So stay tuned for that one. And we will see you guys next time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, that wraps up another great episode. It's always fun sitting down with those two boyos. Hopefully, all this stuff isn't getting a little bit too repetitive as we keep talking a lot about the pandemic and the coronavirus as realistically, it's just a huge part of our lives right now and it's really tough to get around. And it's, it's funny because I've literally been wanting Todd to come on the podcast since before I started. And now that he's finally come on and he's kind of shed his fear of it, uh, he's coming on more and more, and I love that because he's one of the people that I love talking to most. So we're definitely going to have some more of Todd coming on the show as I greatly enjoy talking to him. And I think he has a great perspective being in a different place in his life, but also I really value where it is that he comes from. And then Jake is always a blast because he's always out meeting new people and talking to people and seeing what's going on and seeing how people feel. And he's got his... Uh, I would say like his hand on the pulse of the community, really. I mean, I think that he does a lot of that stuff with the Medina County leadership and the other things that he's doing and just going out to bars and meeting new people and wearing confrontational shirts and hats to try to spark conversations and all the stuff that he does on Facebook to, to try to spark conversations there. And obviously those can be hurtful because they're not in person. So people can get kind of hateful with that. So unfortunately, that is not always the best, but it is what it is at the moment. And you kind of have to make the best that you can. Anyway, it's always fun having those boyos on. Hopefully you guys enjoyed yourselves as much as I know that I did. If you are still listening, I greatly appreciate you. You are the trooper that just keeps on trooping. If that even makes any sense. <laughs> but I could still use your help. Let's, let's get this show out to some more people. Please share it on social media. Talk about it with your friends. Tell your people to check it out. And uh, please, 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 wherever you're listening to this, go on and leave the show some five-star reviews. That really helps it, gets bumped up in the rankings, and that's the most important thing we can do right now to help the show grow. But that's all we have time for this week, so we will see you guys next time on Uncensored Humanity.